I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk about all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed. It's about being responsible armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Rapid Fire. We are happy you're here. I'm your host, Toby Leary. You're listening on WXTK 95.1 every Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. And you can join the conversation if you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and now Parlor, as well as Twitter. So we will let you know when we're going to go live if you want to get your questions answered and you want to be a part of the conversation. We talk all things freedom, guns, Second Amendment, self-defense, and everything that goes along with those issues of the day. So join the conversation. Also, if you want to advertise on this show, go to capegunworks.com, rapid fire, and you can join the discussion and you can also sponsor a segment of the show or an ad either way. So welcome to another hour here with Toby Leary. Um, I'm the co-owner of Cape Gunworks and we get a lot of uh, questions throughout the week and on Facebook and social media and whatnot. So we're going to try to answer and fire through some of those questions. We're going to talk about some new guns. We're going to talk about uh, what's going on politically these days with guns in, in the news. Let's get right to some of the questions. Um, I have some people asking uh, what the s situation is with ammo. And that's the question of the day or the question of the year. There's a quagmire with ammo right now. And the supply chain got broken pretty bad because of COVID. And it hasn't really caught up since. So everybody's operating full steam ahead. And they're trying to be fair about allocating the ammo out to everybody. So therefore, nobody's getting big shipments of it. All we can hope for is consistent shipments of ammo. And some of the oddball calibers are starting to surface again, like some, you know, uh, 300 uh, Savage or, uh, you know, some really oddball stuff, 7mm 08 or... Uh, we're starting to see some mainstream calibers come in as well, like 300 Win Mag and 308. But we have to usually purchase non-allocated items in order to get allocated items. So the ammo is being held hostage these days. What that means is we might have to spend $1,000 on accessories or you know slings and backpacks and rifle cases in order to get a case of ammo. So... It's t starting to get expensive to get ammo, not to mention the ammo costs are expensive, but the the ammo, uh, the way they kind of meter it out is also getting expensive. So the other day I had to place a $7,000 order with a vendor in order to get, I think, five cases of ammo. So yeah, it's coming in that way. So <laughs> it's, you know, the best way you could support us right now is come in and buy like, you know, 
a rifle case or a pistol case or buy some, you know, belts or holsters or uh, ironier protection, that type of thing. That way we can go ahead and buy more and get more ammo. So that's the only thing freeing things up these days. So someone's saying I should start making ice bullets. Yeah, we could put them in the freezer and <laughs> that'd be interesting. Uh, have to be a cold reloading facility. Um, someone's saying they got to squeeze in some range time today. The splatter targets are different. Yeah, we get all different types. So the Lyrad says, I finally got to bring my 15-year-old uh, girl in on Saturday. Angel set her up with a Thompson Center semi-auto 22, and he verified some simple safety rules. I've been teaching her. She did great. Yeah, so that was that was good. That was with the uh, Thompson Center TCR 22 which is a phenomenal rifle, by the way. And it's what all my complaints of the Ruger 1022, Smith & Wesson fixed it, who owns Thompson Center Arms. And uh, they have a bolt hold open feature. They have a milled Picatinny rail into the top of the receiver. They have a threaded barrel. Um, Magpul makes a nice stock for them. So yeah, it's a great gun. I'm glad your girl got to uh, shoot that. That's a Great gun to start them out on. And like I said, we had this talk the last time about bolt-action rifles and single shots for people. But at 15, you know, it's not like the same discipline is needed for a 15-year-old as a 8-year-old, where you definitely don't want them to have that follow-up shot. Uh, 15, they, they, they have good control of themselves and discipline. So anyway, and you bought a membership. That's great. That's exciting news. You've uh, join the range so therefore you get some great benefits as a result if you guys aren't members by the way those who are in listening uh, you know within the sound of our listening area here in Cape Cod and you know we have members from Metro West of Boston north of Boston in Boston uh, Rhode Island so we draw from a pretty big area but if you're not a member and you don't understand membership benefits there's two membership levels. The first membership level, you do not get these benefits, the midweek one, but the full annual and the full annual plus, you get 5% off anything you buy in the store, 10% off any classes you, we offer. You get a beautiful full cotton t-shirt. <laughs> you get you never pay range fees, whether you come at night or weekends or whatever time you come. And the plus one membership allows you to bring a guest free of charge. So membership has its perks. And a lot of people pay for their membership with just what they save every year. Now, granted, they buy a lot of stuff. So um, if you are one of those people, membership might have its benefits for you. So even if you don't want to shoot, like I had a guy the other day say, well, I'm going to kick down to a midweek membership. I never come nights and weekends. I said, yeah, but you buy a lot of stuff. So you'll save that hundred bucks, the delta between the midweek and the full annual by, um, you know, your 5% savings. And he goes, good point. Keep it that way. So yeah, look into membership. It's right on capegunworks.com website. And uh, there's great benefits there. We have a lot of cool stuff too, like member parties. We let you know about ammo when it comes in. So some people have the insider track. Um, yeah, we have a member lounge. We have a gun, gun cleaning station. Uh, but, you know, just the camaraderie of being at the store and being at the 
range is is a lot of fun. You get to meet some great people, and uh, we're we're just you know blown away by the feedback from all our members. We we love it. Any shields? Yes, we do have shields. Um, any MMP EZs in stock? Yes, there are some in stock. And by the way, Smith and Wesson has issued a recall for a certain date range of the MMP Smith and Wesson EZ Shield. 389 and performance center version so you want to jump on smith and wesson's website and punch in your serial number if you have one of those to see if your gun is affected they'll get it right back to you in no time they're a great company and it's a great gun it's still worth having and they handled it perfectly they got out in front of it and they're taking good care of everybody uh, who is affected by that recall so all right, you're listening to Rapid Fire. We'll be right back after this important message from one of our great sponsors. Did you know anyone can get a gun license? Guys and girls, and it only takes one class. You take your mass firearm safety course at Cape Gunworks. They even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun. Then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license. Cape Gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff. So go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. You're listening on WXDK 95.1. If you want to be a part of the conversation, go to our website, capegunworks.com, Rapid Fire, and you can sign up for all of our social media feeds and you can join the conversation. You can also join uh, the discussion on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Parler, and YouTube. So <laughs> lots of ways to get in touch with us. Uh, but thanks for listening. And we're going to get to the phones here. We have Larry on the phone. So uh, why don't we say hello to Larry and see what he's got. Hey, Larry, how are you today? Okay. I was on your website. list and saw that you had on arm in yellow, uh, Derringer. Yeah. Is that, is that mass compliant? They are now mass compliant. Yes. And, um, Yes, but we have not got any in the shop yet, but we are trying to get some. So the question for those who couldn't hear him was, Bond Arms is now a mass-compliant gun. So if you go on the um, mass-compliant roster, and thanks for the call, Larry, I appreciate it. Um, if you go on the mass-compliant uh, roster, you'll see what I'm going to go right now, but uh, uh, that is a new gun for sale here in Massachusetts. The powers that be have found us in their uh, great graces to extend a couple more guns to us, and one of which is the Bond Arms Derringer. It's a uh, 380 Derringer, and 
they are a pretty cool gun. I've seen them in, in the past, and, uh, you know, now they're for sale, uh, but I haven't been able to get my hands on any. So hopefully we'll get some on order, and they're a popular little gun, so we'll see how it goes. But some of the other guns that became uh, recently compliant is the Taurus T3C. So it's the T3, uh, the Taurus G3 compact. And uh, somebody asks here on the chat that, what do I think of them? And I actually think they're a phenomenal gun. I really like them for the money. They're being offered for $349 in our shop right now. And just a great gun. I think they're uh, really well thought out. I like the ergonomics of it. I like the how they've been smoothed over. The the caulking serrations are very, very good. They're not going to uh, rip your belly up if you carry appendix, but also they have enough meat on there to, to rack the slide positively. And the trigger is a very interesting trigger because you get the restrike option. When you pull the trigger, you get a second strike if it doesn't fire. But anyway, so Corey was asking that question. And uh, I do like the G3 Compact a lot. It has steel sights. The prices can't be beat. And I'm sure you're going to find some reviews online that are very favorable and some that are not so favorable. But um, I've never been a big fan of Taurus, but I do believe that these are a really good gun for the money. And the size is perfect. It's, you know, a nice subcompact size. Uh, but I, th I think they're great. Um, we have some questions about AR receivers in stock. We do have some LE only lower receivers and we have some uh, pinned fixed mag receivers. So uh, you can come check those out. Eric, if you wanna give the shop a call, it's 508-771-3600 if you wanna find out some prices on various different lowers. So anyway, that's, uh, that's the quick and dirty on the Taurus G3 uh, compact. So if you go on the approved firearms roster on the mass.gov website, you'll see the new guns are in highlighted in yellow. So the Bond Arms is uh, in 45 and 410. Sorry if I said 380 earlier. Um, it is the, uh, there's two different model numbers. It's MASS and MATD. So they're the 45 Long Colt and 45 and 410. So as you scroll down, you'll see the 509 uh, Compact Tactical with the Vortex is now on there, which I don't, it seems redundant to me because they don't go by model number. They go by, uh, they go by a specific model like 509 Tactical, but, and they already had the 509 Compact. I don't know why they had to say 509 Compact Tactical, but sometimes they like to get specific and, uh, the 503 with the flashlight is now a mass compliant gun. Sturm Ruger came out with the LCP2 in 22 long rifle. And 22 semi-automatic pistols is something that we really need to have more of tested for Massachusetts. Especially something that isn't just a target shooting pistol, but is sub-caliber training pistol. Like the SR22s or the Walther P22s are the, the staple. Those are the ones that kind of we always sell, um, but this LCP2 in 22 is awesome. So we have one in the store. You can pre-order for it if you like it. Um, I really like it. I think it's a cool little gun. 
And so, yeah, Dan, you, you're uh, tracking really good. I wanted to talk a little bit today about uh, Joe Biden, his current administration that he's, the cabinet members that he's naming. Um, you know, obviously there's still a lot of fight going on both sides of the of that uh, presidential race. But um, with Joe Biden, he has pledged a plan to end uh, assault weapons in this country. Now, the interesting thing about this plan is it's completely different from the 94 assault weapons ban, which he was a part of then that came under the Clinton administration. Uh, and the rest of the country, well, the entire country operated under this ban for 10 years. And then after re recognizing it did zero, I mean zero, to lower violent crime, uh, because restricting law-abiding citizens never does anything to lower violent crime because the law-abiding citizens aren't the ones committing violent crime. What What's being proposed now is... A, hold gun manufacturers accountable, which is ridiculous. Um, so if a gun ends up in the hand of a violent criminal that uses it in a spree killing or a crime, the manufacturer can be held accountable. That's like holding Ford accountable when, you know, a drunk driver gets behind an F-150 and kills somebody. It doesn't make sense. $200 tax for every assault weapon, quote unquote, basically semi-automatic rifle that you own and they're going to impose a $200 tax on every high capacity magazine that you uh, own or standard capacity magazine. So these are going to be uh, obviously challenged in court if it makes it through into law. Um, I'm skeptical that it will but even if it does um, the the enforcement level of this type of plan is at the civilian level. It's not at the dealer level. So if you don't if you choose not to register the weapon and pay the fine, then you're going to have have to participate in a mandatory buyback. So the government will buy back at whatever price they deem is fair. Your quote-unquote assault weapon or your quote-unquote high-capacity magazine. So you can sell the government the weapon or you can register them under the National Firearms Act. The National Firearms Act is a thing that's been in, uh, you know, law since the 20s. And uh, it is a law for what we call NFA regulated items. So short-barreled rifles, short-barreled shotguns, detachable, uh, I'm sorry, machine guns, silencers, AOWs. These are uh, considered National Firearms Act weapons. And he wants to classify a semi-automatic rifle and a standard capacity magazine as a NFA item and charge you a $200 tax per item. And every time those guns are transferred, there's another $200 tax paid. Or every time the, uh, you know, the magazine is transferred, another $200 tax. Or you can sell it to the government for whatever price they want to give you. So this is crazy talk. I, uh, I see, how do you think that will go if, you know, people suit up and start going door to door saying, hey, you owe me 200 bucks, 
I'm coming in for a magazine inspection and uh, our records show that you have 30 standard capacity magazines so you owe us 6,000 bucks and uh, by the way if you don't want to pay the 6,000 bucks you gotta we'll give you 20 bucks a piece for them or something I don't know I don't know how it's gonna go but it's pretty crazy so um, they also want to reduce stockpiling of weapons so they want to reduce your ability to buy guns to one per month for for some of you that I know that would that would almost be like having to find a new hobby because <laughs> you buy you know one gun a month would be like purgatory so anyway we'll talk about this a little bit more on the other side I think that the government will have some serious problems on their hands should they go this route so what are your thoughts join the discussion here at capegunworks.com click on rapid fire follow us on facebook instagram and all the usual suspects uh we'll be right back i'm your host toby leary this is rapid fire did you know anyone can get a gun license guys and girls and it only takes one class you take your mass firearm safety course at Cape Gunworks. They even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun. Then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license. Cape Gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff. So go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, and you're listening on WXDK. If you want to join the discussion, go to capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire, and join the conversation. So, yeah, we were just talking about the uh, presumptive incoming uh, candidate and his new gun control policy, which isn't really new. It's been on the agenda for decades. (laughs) But... This is the first time in my lifetime that candidates have been so overt about their um, desire to, to ban guns. And usually it's some backdoor gun ban or, or it's, oh, no one's coming for your AR-15. No one's coming for, uh, no one's coming for your gun. No one's gonna take your guns. But yet we all knew that was really the, the end goal. But now it's right on JoeBiden.com slash gun safety. And you can read read it, read all about it. It's amazing. They're going on TV and talking about it. And, you know, even in the presidential debates, you heard it, you know, hell yeah, we're coming for your AR-15s and your AK-47s. And, you know, so they, they're not even trying to beat around the bush anymore that this is the ultimate goal. They, they're just coming right out and saying it. So, you know, if you read on JoeBiden.com, you'll see that guns out of dangerous hands. They talk about the National Instant Check System, and they want to 
enact universal background check legislation and close other loopholes that allow people who should be prohibited from purchasing firearms from making those purchases. So what that means is he wants to have all gun sales, whether it's private or through a dealer, already all the ones through a dealer are go through the national instant check system. But if they want to expand that, so if Uncle Joe wants to sell nephew Steve his Marlin 1895 lever action rifle, he's going to have to go ahead and do a universal background check or a national instant check system, or they're probably going to just make it so it has to be done at a dealer level. When this was proposed in Massachusetts, they imposed a $25 fee. The gun store could not charge any more than $25, which is amazing because they make it about a half an hour's worth of work. It's the most inefficient thing to, but after you go through the NICS check, then you go through the Merck's process and register it. And if someone forgets their PIN number, or Merck's is down, or Nick's is down, they got to come back another day. So sometimes it can take well over an hour. Some of the other policies is uh, to uh, to close that federal back, you know, the the quote unquote gun show loophole, which I find very interesting because the gun show loophole is just private sales. Uh, by the way, a lot of people don't know that. And when Charlie Baker, uh, or as Charlie Parker, as uh, VP Biden likes to call him, one of the arguments the Baker administration made to the federal judge when we were suing to reopen gun stores in Massachusetts was that, oh, no, we're not infringing on anybody's rights because they can still do private transfers. So they actually used the gun show loophole as their reason that they're not infringing on the Second Amendment rights here in Massachusetts when they closed all gun stores. Oh no, they can still do private transfers. They can still do person-to-person -person transfers, which is amazing to me that they would use the gun show loophole, quote-unquote, as their reason that the state isn't infringing on Second Amendment rights. Not to mention, a lot of towns aren't even processing license to carry applications right now. So when you give power to government over something that they don't have power over, which is to restrict or infringe your Second Amendment rights, when they get that power, they don't like to relinquish it. And so because we've channeled all this power right down to the local level, the local police chiefs are the ones that issue license to carry. When they say, yeah, we're not doing that, what's your recourse? What What's your plan B? So obviously the Constitution says, you know, shall not be infringed. And then the local government says, yeah, we're not going to process those. Then what what do you do? Pennsylvania just has this, Philly just did the same thing. They just shut the door and said, yeah, we're not going to do any more license to carry uh, applications. Nantucket did it. There's other uh, cities in the state that have been closed since the whole COVID thing started. So anyway, uh, it's just crazy when you when you put power in people's hands, how it corrupts. You know, they, they, the saying is... Um, Power corrupts and absolute power 
corrupts absolutely. So it's it's true. It's true every time it's tried. You know, it's just, uh, and that's why our founding fathers were such genius people. They knew this going in, and that's why they said, shall not be infringed. And, but didn't matter. They were like, yeah, they were just kidding. They didn't really mean that. And, you know, and you can always make the argument, well, uh, we, you know, you, you wouldn't want this guy having a gun, right? Of course not. I definitely don't want that guy having a gun if he shouldn't have a gun. If he's, you know, mentally been adjudicated mentally ill or, and he's a harm, a threat to himself or others or a violent felon. But you know what? Freedom isn't always the cleanest thing. It's not always, you know, wrap it up in a box, put a ribbon on it. It's sometimes, it, you know, sometimes it is messy. Freedom doesn't mean you're always going to be safe, unfortunately. Um, but freedom is the greater for the greater good. Uh, we don't want government to tell us where we can go, how we can do it, and when we have to do it. Um, we want the freedom that our founders, you know, put into motion in the greatest uh, experiment of all time, which is put power into the hands of the people and have representatives uh, vote the way that they would want them to vote. And even that whole thing has got a little sidetracked, <laughs> you think a little sidetracked, but um, someone's commenting that I've cheated on polar beverage and that is not true. I do have a polar, so I've just cracked one open, a nice polar seltzer, um, raspberry lime today. So this is, you know, bottoms up. I love it. So uh, Jacob is saying, have I seen the uh, videos of the New York City police trying to remove Orthodox Jews out of their apartment? No, I have not seen those videos, but I have seen when the police were sent to the funeral of uh, the Orthodox Jews in New York City, and that was reprehensible to say, oh, they're not going to be able to mourn the loss of their loved ones. And as ridiculous as that is, uh, you know, sending the police there to, to round them up and say they're going to start arresting people. It's ridiculous. Um, the let, let the criminals out because of COVID and then lock up people who have too many people over for Thanksgiving. Isn't that great? This is the country we live in these days. The Bible said, Woe be unto a generation that calls good evil and evil good. And, you know, if we're not living in biblical times right now, I don't know when we have been or when we will be. So anyway, um, all right, well, we'll be right back. If you want to join the discussion, once again, go to capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire. And uh, thanks for listening to Rapid Fire. This is Toby Leary. We'll be right back. anyone can get a gun license guys and girls and it only takes one class you take your mass firearm safety course at cape gunworks they even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license cape gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff so go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today 
Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road Hyannis or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Rapid Fire on WXTK. I'm your host, Toby Leary from Cape, uh, Cape Gunworks. And if you haven't been to Cape Gunworks in a while, come on down, check us out. Um, it's always fun for people to come in for the first time and see the look on their face. They, I had no idea, this place is amazing. And that, that's a great compliment to me, but uh, really it's, it's what we were hoping for when we built this place. We wanted to provide an unbelievable service to the community and give them a state-of-the-art facility that they can come get equipped, trained, and practice their freedom in all of its glory, the Second Amendment here at Cape Gunwork. So welcome back, and I'm glad you're with us. Uh, We were answering questions that were coming in through the chat and uh, if you want to join that discussion, by all means, uh, jump on capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire, and uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and all the usual stuff. So um, Davey's saying, isn't it kind of strange that a Chinese virus is messing with our rights? And yeah, it really is sad if you think about it, that um, from the other side of the world, they're really uh, creating a mess a quagmire here for us to live in. And uh, the Lyrad is wondering about the Utah license and if that is good in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Hmm, That's a great question. I don't believe it is. I don't believe the Utah license is good in the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, but I would have to check on that. I don't, I don't think so. So we'll see. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, someone's saying stumped. Yeah, stump the chump. Sometimes I get stumped a lot here. Uh, how you doing, Alex? Good to see you. And uh, Adam, you are late to the party, and I'm sorry. The ammo supply is terrible. Um, <laughs> but we'll see how it uh, how it goes in the next few weeks. I, I think a little birdie, birdie told me that we have some ammo coming in soon and i know from two different manufacturers we have some stuff on the docket which is good i'm glad uh i'm glad that's the case but we will not be getting any bulk ammo anytime soon that's the unfortunate thing so one of the big things uh that the new presumptive candidate uh administration wants to do is end the online sale of firearms and ammunition Um, So it says Biden will enact legislation to prohibit all online sales of firearms, ammunition, kits, and gun parts. So they want to end the sale of gun parts online. They want to end the sale of uh, obviously 80% lowers and and all the buy-build kits and whatnot, but firearms and ammunition. Now it's pretty 
funny to just even put that they want to end the sale of firearms online. I don't know how you truly do that unless you shut down the internet, but they make it sound like you order a firearm from, you know, capegunworks.com and it's going to show up two-day Amazon direct to your house, free shipping, you know, uh, that's not the case. As most gun people know, you cannot purchase a gun and have it shipped directly to your door. It has to go to a local gun store and um, then all the proper paperwork is done when the customer picks it up. So ending online firearm sale is kind of a red herring. It's not done. It's not something that is, um, that is, you know, done. Like in the good old days, you could just call up Sears and Roebuck and get your Ted Williams shotgun delivered to your door. That was a thing. And I believe it was 1968 that ended. Uh, so you couldn't do mail order gun sales or whatever, unfortunately. Um, but you know, if, if Nick's really worked, you could do that as long as you could get the direct signature and the uh, ID verification on the delivery. Um, I think it's efficient. Why should we risk people getting COVID to come into the store and do a face-to-face -face transfer, right? <laughs> if you can do it for other things, why not firearms? But regardless, I'm, you know, blowing into the wind on that one. Uh, but the prohibiting online sales firearms, ammunition, kits, and gun parts is a gross over, overstep. Um, and I think uh, that would be a tragedy if that really happened. Uh, someone saying, yeah, there goes Brownells, which is true. Um, Brownells.com is a, you know, basically a whole gun part superstore. We've ordered lots of stuff from them. So, um, yeah, uh, so I don't even know about the U.S. Virgin Islands because they're U.S. territories. I'm sure you can acquire guns there, but I have no idea what the status is on that. So uh, I have officially been stumped. Um, we'll look into it, though. Um, we'll definitely look into it. Anytime you're flying with firearms, though, you got to go through certain precautions and hoops. Uh, when we went down to North Carolina, my daughter and I, we flew with firearms and every airport treats it differently. So you'll have to check with um, whatever airport you're going to be flying out of and make sure that you, you know, do things by the, by the letter of the law. Basically, you just have it in a gun safe, airline safe case. And uh, if it's a handgun, it can go in that case, get locked, go into your luggage and... Uh, sent down the baggage claim you got to declare them uh, so you just declare the guns and then you can fly with them so if it's a long gun it's going to get checked separate so anyway that's the way that works but um, yeah it's a really sad situation with uh, this new cry of of uh, gun control and that's why the battle is in georgia right now folks uh, if you have family in georgia call them get them engaged. The battle for gun rights as we know it is ground zero in Georgia with these runoff elections. There's two Senate runoffs. And uh, if the Republicans lose, then it's a 50-50 in the Senate. I, I think it's two. I might be wrong on that. But um, yeah, so those 
have to go, at least one of them has to go favorably uh, for the Republicans. And I don't care if you're a Democrat, Independent, Republican, whatever. If you're a Second Amendment lover, if you love the Second Amendment, you got to cross par party lines here. you got to vote Republican because uh, they are trying to get control of the House, the Senate, and the uh, White House. If they have control of all three branches of government, JoeBiden.com's wish list might just become true. So that's something that sends chills up and down my spine. And uh, I don't even want to think what that would look like in our country if that actually went through. That would be a scary day. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen. But if it does, it would be a It'd be a very dark day in America. Uh, again, this comprehensive legislation goes on and on. If you read it on uh, Joe Biden's website, um, they're all about the extreme risk laws or the red flag laws, uh, talking about getting states to set up gun licensing programs. Um, they're talking about, uh, you know, expanded background checks, as we talked about, for private sales, um, addressing uh, a new task force, establishing a new task force, online harassment and abuse. Uh, so if maybe you're in a heated Facebook argument, you could get nominated for the new online harassment and abuse to focus on uh, connection between mass shootings and online harassment or extremism or violence against women. Um, God only knows, you know, if Facebook and big tech is in charge of these algorithms, you know, you could be commenting on someone's dog and next thing you know, you can't buy a gun if all this goes into effect. And uh, this is similar stuff to what used to be talked about a lot is, you know, the no-fly list, the terrorist no-fly list. Like if your name is on that terrorist no-fly list, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. Well, Number one, the terrorist no-fly list is very subjective. And once you get on it, you don't even know if you're on it. They don't send you a postcard in the mail and say, congratulations, you are now been nominated for the terrorist no-fly list. Um, so I have zero confidence in any type of list, whether it's be online harassment or extremism or, you know, perpetuating violence or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, I think that's a very slippery slope. But again, they know what they're doing. They're going to try and use this to keep guns out of the hands of law abiding people who get in a heated Facebook discussion. So, hey, if you've ever been in Facebook jail, you probably will be on one of these lists if the uh, presumptive administration has their way. Um, so, yeah, it's not good, folks. You got to the fight is in Georgia. We need to keep the Senate for sure in the hands of uh, the Republican majority. And uh, so that's where the battle is. Engage with people. Talk about it. Even liberal friends who love the Second Amendment, make sure they're, they know the importance of this. And uh, we, need to, we need to talk about it. Uh, so get involved. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to let some people know they need to jump ship and cross party lines down in Georgia. So, um, well, anyway, we're going to wrap it up. And I appreciate uh, you guys tuning in. So we'll be right back. This is Live Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary.
know anyone can get a gun license? Guys and girls, and it only takes one class. You take your mass firearm safety course at Cape Gunworks. They even have live fire where you can actually shoot a gun. Then you use the certificate you get after the class to apply for your license. Cape Gunworks is a gun range with archery stuff and a wicked cool staff. So go to capegunworks.com and sign up for a license to carry class today. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road Hyannis or capegunworks.com. All right, welcome back. This is Toby Leary. You're listening to Rapid Fire on WXTK. And join us every Saturday from 7 to 8. And you can join the discussion on Facebook or on capegunworks.com. And, you know, it's funny. I I talk a lot about big tech, and here we are using them to our advantage. Unfortunately, that'll probably never go away. uh, But there are some good uh, freedom-loving social media sites cropping up everywhere there's one i think it's gonna i hope it takes off pardon the pun it's called float plane and it's a good alternative to youtube it's more like a uh it's more like a you know pay to for content site uh, but some of the big gun channels are starting to go that route but you got to pay for content and um then there's also parlor which is a good alternative to twitter we're definitely going to be posting a lot to Parlor, so that'll be uh, good. You can look for content there. Um, interestingly enough, a lot of the other news media outlets are not happy with Parlor. They say, oh, they foment hate speech. And, you know, this is ridiculous. Because they refuse to censor people, uh, they, want, they want them taken down. So... You know, it's another chicken that's got out of the coop and the, they, the wolf, you know, which is obviously in control of the hen house, uh, can't control that one hen running around free range chicken out there. So they want it, they want it whacked. And that's the cry that's going out now about Parlor, which is amazing. Um, they're doing a great job and they're, ha- you know, I know it's starting to affect Twitter because uh, a lot of people crying about it. And so anyway, um, so there's a lot of gun control news out there. I'm sure you guys have heard it. And if you haven't joined or uh, helped out in the legal front, uh, Firearms Policy Coalition is doing the Lord's work in the, as far as the Second Amendment is concerned. So they're, they jumped into the Philadelphia one. They're doing, um, they're doing a lot of uh, good work. They supported the lawsuit that we were a part of when we sued... Uh, Governor Baker in order to get open gun stores open again. So they are doing some great work. Uh, Firearms Policy Coalition. Uh, go to firearmspolicy.org and you can donate or join and uh, you can take action there. You can also share and like and subscribe and let people know about the uh, 
the ways that they can fight uh, from from home or you know whatnot. So that'd be great if you guys would do that. Uh, they're doing a lot of good work and need to be funded accordingly. Plus, they're one of the smaller ones. Uh, they don't have the war chest that you know NRA has and uh, some of the bigger ones, Gun Owners of America. But they jump right in, roll their sleeves up, and go to work. So. We're really happy to promote them and we've supported them and they've supported us here in Massachusetts. So go ahead and do it. So they got some uh, recent legal action briefs. They're taking on the uh, United States District Court for the Northern District of California. So that's going to be for people who sell uh, 80% lowers. They're trying to get that redefined. They want to redefine 80% lowers as firearms. So basically, a hunk of metal that doesn't go bang, they want classified as a firearm because somebody with some gunsmithing or some machining skills could take it from 80% to 100%, which they're completely legally able to do as long as they don't sell it. And then if they do want to sell it, they, uh, they just have to do it properly. But in California, they have to register it and get a serial number, engrave the serial number, and they've built their own gun. So that's totally legal, but they're still trying to get those guns, I mean, uh, get 80 percenters classified as guns and firearms. So next thing you know, they'll make 60 percenters. And so that won't be good enough. And finally, you'll get a solid brick of billet aluminum and they're going to say, that's a firearm, because <laughs> somebody with some machining skills could machine that into a gun. Well, you know, you, there's people out there with machining skills that could probably make nuclear weapons. That doesn't mean the raw materials are nuclear weapons, right? So, you know, there's smart people out there. That's what we have. We have Yankee ingenuity in this country. So that's a good thing. Um, they're also involved in the... Uh, the one in Philadelphia that I talked about where they're, they decided not to uh, in, you know, give out license to carry. Hopefully they'll get involved in the Massachusetts towns that are doing that. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, so they're all over the map doing the Lord's work and as far as that's concerned. So uh, check them out, Firearms Policy Coalition. Um, someone saying, based on what we were talking about the last time, before the break, that once you lose your rights, you don't get them back. And isn't that the truth? Um, you know, I, I feel bad for people who had an OUI in 1979 or 1999. And, you know, they, it's usually the guy who drinks for the first time at the Christmas party too. It's not the town drunk. I mean, the town drunk has problems and needs to get help but they're not trying to buy guns either but it's joe hunting buddy who you know doesn't drink and then he goes out for the christmas party and has a couple beers and then he gets popped you know and now what he's got to turn in his guns and he's got to uh you know instead of getting him some help and saying hey go to driver retraining and go make sure you're not going to drink and drive again um It wasn't like he was drinking and driving with a technical on the back of his Toyota pickup and he was shooting the town up. It was a lapse in judgment, absolutely. But after his fine has been paid, his duty to society has been paid, um, restore his rights. 
it's not like he was a violent criminal. Yes, he could have killed somebody. So, you know, hammer him that way. I'm, I'm all for stiff driving and drinking and driving penalties and uh, put the screws to him. But frankly, I think it's a big overreach to say the guy can't own a shotgun to go hunting anymore. So unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And uh, they redefined it. So if you're caught or charged with a crime and you could have been, you know, sentenced for more than two and a half years, uh, then you're not going to get a gun, no matter if it's a misdemeanor or a felony. So that's the way it goes, um, unfortunately. So some of those things go back to the 60s or 70s. There's even people who have license to carry and can't buy a gun because they were charged with a crime in 1977 that could have imprisoned them for two and a half years. And even though they never did a day in jail, but now they can't buy a gun. So go figure. You know, I don't think there's any other right in under the Bill of Rights that we treat with the same standards that we treat the Second Amendment with. If you take the First Amendment, like this show, for instance, um, if I had to get a special license to talk on the air or talk on Facebook or to talk on Instagram or to talk on YouTube and, you know, it took me six months or three to three to six months in order to get that license and I had to pay a hundred dollar fee and then I had to go to a class to make sure I don't say anything hurtful or hateful or insensitive and at the end of that class I got a certificate and then I could take that certificate down to the police station or the town hall and I could get fingerprinted and photographed and then wait three to six months for my license to come so that I could talk online or on the air and, you know, share my opinions with the rest of the world. If I had to go through all that, oh, and by the way, pay a you know, $100 fee for the class and then a $100 fee for the license, there would have been a revolution 75 years ago uh, because that's so obviously an infringement on something that everybody kind of agrees on. To the, you know, not everybody, but most people still agree on. But Second Amendment, we say, ah, yeah, that's all right. I know that it had the intent by the framers to not be infringed, but then again, you know, we we got to do it. Sorry. So now you're going to have to jump through some hoops. And we're going to make those hoops pretty small, and you're going to have to jump higher and higher every year and ask more people and, you know, get in line and then register this, register that, pay a fee, it expires. If it expired and you didn't renew, you're going to have to pay again, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's crazy. So we don't treat the Second Amendment, uh, we treat the Second Amendment different than any other of our rights. And even gun, even cars, for instance, they love to make, you know, gun control advocates love to make the uh, analogy that, oh, you need a license to drive a car. Yeah, well, okay, that's a that's a privilege, though. That's not a right. But even though I, I need to get a license to drive the car, you don't ban cars or make it harder to buy cars when somebody, you know, goes out and gets in an accident for drunk driving, right? Because your neighbor up the street crashed his car or flipped his car drunk driving, now you don't have to go get a background check in order to buy a car because you're not the problem, right? Everybody knows that. But with guns all bets are off. We're going to punish 
the innocent as if they're the guilty. We're going to restrict those who don't have the problem for the sins of those who do. So because of criminals, the law-abiding people are paying the price. And we don't do that in any other uh, facet of our society because it's, it's stupid, because it doesn't make sense, and because it goes against, you know, everything in your brain is telling you. So uh, it's axiomatic, right? It's self-evident. You don't punish the innocent for the sins of the guilty. You punish the guilty for their own crimes. And that's the way it goes. So, guys, fastest hour in radio, as I always say. Um, <laughs> thank you for joining us. I hope that you'll join us again next week and be a part of the discussion. It's great. Maybe one of these days we'll get another hour going because I could go on and on about the Second Amendment. And freedom is never free, but it's worth fighting for. So thank you for listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary.